everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And I'm here with Jessica Kohanek, and she is the founder of Koru Kombucha. Did I say that right? Yes, perfect. Thank you. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on the podcast today. We had a little audio trouble, but I think we're all situated now. Um, perfect. Jessica, tell me about your foray into kombucha making. My foray into, okay, um, well, back in 2017. I, mean, I, I want to point out too that you're like in a classroom. Yeah, yep. I teach full time. Okay. Yeah, yep. Yep, so I'm here. The kids just left and I just had my end of the year meeting with my PAR person. So that just got done and now I'm doing this. I'm super excited. And when we're done, I'm going to go flavor some kombucha, go shopping for some ingredients and get that. It's a busy day. Yeah, <laughs> a busy I week. love it. It's always busy. Yeah, I, I like I like being busy. It works out for me. What made you start deciding to make kombucha? Um, okay, uh, I'll try to make it. It's a long story, but I'll make it short. Basically, back in... 2017, I was um, teaching. I, I, I teach high school now, but back then I taught little kids Montessori for second, third graders. So I had about 36 to nine year, six, seven, eight, nine year olds in my class. So I'm doing that full time. Um, I was working towards my K through 12 art license back then. Um, so I was going to school at Bethel four nights a week. And my son, I'm a single mom. And my son was in hockey and the goalie. So I had all this going on and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired, you know, like going to class at night and getting everything done. And um, my body doesn't do well with caffeine or sugar. So I'm not a pop drinker and coffee is, makes me ill. So, I mean, I love the taste of it, but I just, it doesn't do well with my body. So um, a friend of mine at the time said, I heard kombucha is really good for like energy and this and that it's a healthy wave without getting all your sugar and caffeine and whatnot, but it's worked. So he kept bringing me kombucha. And after about two weeks, I'm like, Oh my God, I was going to class that night without yawning. And I could get through the day a lot easier. I dropped a few pounds. I just felt really good. Yeah. I just felt really good. And like, this is magical stuff. I need to learn more about it. Like at the time I've heard of it. It was like a California thing or sure. a East coast thing. And like, you know, what is this? And so I started researching and, um, buying a bottle at four bucks a pop when you're a single mom, wasn't a good idea, <laughs> you know, on a teacher salary. So I, you know, YouTube, how do you make kombucha and did it. And, um, then I started making and having fun with making flavors and, you know, getting it to the pH that I liked and the flavors that I liked and I could, you know, personalize it. And I'm like, I like mine's a little bit better than the store stuff anyways. This is great. And so I went from two gallons and then I went, you know, bought another two gallon and because so I was going through it. And I'm like, mom, sister, friends, you guys got to try this stuff. This is freaking amazing. Like all the benefits that's coming out of this. And so I started making more and then um, I had like glass jars all over the house. So I'm like, okay, well, um, I went and bought a 30 gallon fermenter and then another one. And then, um, it story keeps going. If you want to keep it. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Okay. So I went, um, what was it? I went to, I, I wrote a teacher's grant to go to Hawaii to study the, uh, flora and fauna of Hawaii and won it. So I went to Hawaii for almost a month with my son at the time. 
and met all these amazing people. And it just so happened when I was there, I met these people that were making the Hawaii kombucha and I saw what they were doing and how they were doing it. And like, I can do that. So I came home and did it. But went down to Kansas City with the brewery kombucha, thanks guys, and bought four 90 gallon fermenters from them. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this commercially. I got to share this kombucha with the world. Let's go, you know, let's do this. And I started looking at shared kitchens and I'm like this, I can't afford this. It's, I can't afford that because my, my stuff takes up too much space and it wouldn't like be logical yep. to do this. Um, a friend of mine, Ryan, who was one of the owners at Stack Deck Brewery, downtown St. Paul, um, he said, just come here and brew. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thanks, man. So we tried it out. And I took a break from school to do this. Um, 2020, March of 2020, everything shuts down the month I moved in there. But I just really focused on getting, you know, making it commercially and getting in, um, my goal was just to be really local, really like coffee shops, um, people in St. Paul. I just wanted to kind of Inver Grove where I'm from. Yep. And supply my people, right. That were around me and at least do that. And I'm still teaching full time. So I didn't want to get all crazy big. And so that worked out really great for a while. Um, Stack Deck is no longer. And so I spent a lot of time emailing breweries from all over, you know, the Twin Cities. Hey, do you have space for me? Do you have space for me? Let's, you know, da da. I probably got 15 to 20. Nope, I'm sorry. Good luck in your adventure. We don't, we don't have that much space. Um, and when I finally went to Eleven Wells Distillery, you know, yep. and talked to the guy there, he's like, we don't have what you need. Why don't you go talk to the guys at St. Paul Brewing? I'm like, I swear I did, you know but I, I checked my emails and I didn't, but I went over and talked to Bob, who's the head brewer over there. Awesome guy. Everyone there is awesome. And, um, he's like, yeah, we can make space. Let's do this. So I got to talk to Rob, you know, the owner and, and they made space for me. And I'm like, you know, at the time I was ready to, you know, in my mind, I was ready to start my own shop and be done with teaching. And, um, but I'm still there and it's been almost two years, I think now. But I've really learned I'm in a different teaching job that I absolutely love. Yeah, I'm teaching at an alternative high school. I'm the electives teacher. So I get to do art and cooking and careers and teach them about the real life stuff. And so I'm doing a really good job of balancing both things. I'm still taking in a few new. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not clients, but just places to sell kombucha. Retailers. Yeah. Thank you. Retailers. Yeah. I just got into Red Rabbit on Grand. And, um, yeah, it's just fun, just an adventure. And I don't know what I'm going to do in the future, but just keep growing as it comes organically, I guess. Yeah. And so how much kombucha, like you sent me six flavors and they're all really interesting. Thanks. Lemongrass, there's some berry, like how much kombucha is the normal amount to drink per day for gut health benefits? Cause I don't think people know. Good question. Um, I suggest when people come to me for kombucha, first I ask if their body is used to probiotics in the first place, because some people will take pills or powders or whatnot or eat, you know, fermented foods. So I kind of figure out where they're at. If your body is not used to probiotics at all, I would suggest a third of the bottle throughout the day, a third in the morning, you know, a little bit in the afternoon and the evening, just to kind of see how your body feels because every body is different. 
And when I first started, I would drink the whole bottle and I was fine. Some people have um, issues that kombucha is known to help out. So it might um, do have more effect on your body. And kombucha is known to kind of, it's like, I always say it's kind of like cleaning out a junk drawer. Yep. Right. And so your your the probiotics and the kombucha, well, you got to get everything out of there, all this yucky stuff and get it out. And it kind of flares up and it's like a mess. What did I do? This is a huge mess. But then you kind of put back what you need and it kind of helps in that. I compare it that way. So to answer your question, I would start if you're not used to it, like a third of the bottle, maybe three ounces at a time. Okay. Um, if you're nervous, start with one ounce because it is a detoxifier, right? So and then you, is it started with plain distilled vinegar or do they always use cider vinegar? Um, I don't use any vinegar. So I make my, I use gunpowder, organic green tea, and I use cane sugar. So I make my tea, add the sugar, let it cool down, add um, a, like a 15% of previous batch, whatever, how many ever gallons yep. you're using. It's kind of like starter fluid, like when you're yeah. making, so I call it starter fluid and then add that. And then you add your SCOBY, which is your symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast, this living organism that's going to eat most of the caffeine and the sugar that's in there and ferments it. You know how like cabbage turns into sauerkraut. It's like you got your yep. sweet tea turning into kombucha. So I don't start with any vinegar. But if you let it sit long enough and ferment long enough, it, the acidity gets really low. So it tastes like vinegar. Yeah. It gets to that point. So you're fantastic to me because I love that you're so like passionate about this and just found it on YouTube. And, you know, you mentioned being a single mom and I don't know unless people are single moms or single parents that they can really put themselves in that space, which is. You're trying to provide for your family, whatever that looks like to you. You also are the only person that can parent whatever that requires. And so you have to be super strategic in your decision-making, yet you want to have like a good life for yourself, right? And right. it's kind of a process of trial and error and it takes a village. So that you like go out and just ask everybody for help and figure these things out is so true of how I feel like single moms have to be or single dads, because you can't do it all alone. You have to be resourceful. That's for sure. Yep. Smart, and good decision-making, like you said, right. Jonas came around with me quite often. You know, he was old enough. He's 17. Now when I started, you know, he was 13. We went to Hawaii and he's watched this whole process and it is definitely a process, man. I started with buying old GT bottles from this awesome lady out in Minnetonka, like driving almost an hour just to go get used bottles and I'd start, you know, wash them, sterilize them, delabel them, relabel them in five gallon buckets in my kitchen with oxy clean stuff, you know, yep. it was, and then just for how much things change. And then, you know, he'd help and he's learning about businesses and, you know, how to run it and how to save money and how to use money wisely and have just bank accounts and all the things. So it's been a total learning experience for both of us. And I wanted to involve him and he loves it and he loves helping. He'll help me bottle and deliver and he's driving now. So it's, it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Are you making money yet? Um, yes, I like to, you know, I have the separate bank account where I'm keeping, I'm trying to build it. So when I'm, I'm ready for my shop, I'll have a, you know, a down payment. Um, 
I am doing certain things like paying my phone bill with it and making double payments on my car so I can be done with that. Yep. But I'd really keep the personal business separate so I can be wise about that, you know, with later on money. And is so. your hope to open a kombucha shop? And is there such a thing? Um, they're, they're sporadic. They're all over the West coast, East coast, Albuquerque. I'm going to go visit one this weekend. Um, there was one up in Duluth. It's no longer, but yeah, it would be, it would be awesome to have a kombucha shop. And I have amazing, beautiful female friends that are doing small business things that I'd like to collaborate and, you know, keep the community alive, have classes. I'd love art. I teach art classes. Um, I have a beautiful friend who's an acupuncturist who specializes in Chinese herbal medicine. And I'd love to, you know, work with her to make, you know, kombucha is medicinal as it is, but even to make it more specific for different ailments using her knowledge in the Chinese herbal medicine with that. Um, I worked in the restaurant since I was 15 years old. So I have the feeling of those and customer service. And it would be awesome just to have a place to read and have plants and books and music and live music and a place to gather. And I just, I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, and some of the best coffee shops are coffee shops that are also record stores or coffee shops that are bookstores. Like I could totally see that with kombucha. And even at some point, like, because it makes a great mixer for distilled and non-alcoholic cocktails too. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. And it's a fancy glass and all of a sudden you're having a little mocktail, you know, it's some fruit and it's, it's fabulous. I love it. Mm -hmm. So right now where for court to find the, your Koru Kombucha, where would we shop right now to find it generally? Um, Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty local, but I'm also like at Northern Grounds up in Ely. I'm making a delivery in a couple of weeks. Um, down in because, yeah, we've talked about that. That's where my cabin is. And I'm yeah. looking forward to. Maybe I'll see you up there this summer. Oh, if the ice ever goes out, it could be Memorial Day, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what, yeah. Joan's like, can you get here before Memorial Day? So, but um, Yellowbird is awesome over on Selby and Lexington. Yes. Um, the corner store in Invergrove Heights, that's the the little gas station that I used to go to when I was a kid to buy my candy. So I loved that. Um, of course, St. Paul Brewing Company represent. Um, Utipals goes through more kombucha than of my kombucha than anyone. Um, Urban Growlers, another brewery. So it's like, go get something. They all have amazing food and people too. So it's like, grab a pizza, grab a kombucha on tap. If you're not feeling like drinking or mix half beer, half kombucha is another thing. So if you don't want as much alcohol, but you want, and you add a little fruit flavor to your oh, beers. Like kind of fun. Yeah. Like your own sour almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Really and they urban growler won the um, best fish fry in the twin cities. So if people want to be surprised, fish fry, yeah. They know what so they're good. doing over there. They're awesome. Yeah. Well, it's super nice to meet you and to talk with Thank you. you. I'm going to keep my eye on you because I can just tell like, you know, sometimes you talk to people and they got the thing or they don't have the thing and you Mm. have the thing. (laughs) I just think you need the time to get all your resources together. But I I think your product's tremendous. I loved the labeling. I liked the packaging. I thought it tasted super great. So yeah, I'm all about it. Love goes in there. Thank you so much. Yeah. Koru kombucha, kombucha, not kombucha. 
We should <laughs> a lot of people say that. I think it's cute. It's like when a kid pronounces something wrong, it just sounds adorable. Like people yeah. do that all the time. Like it's cute. <laughs> yeah, it's almost cuter in some respects, but it's yeah, great yeah. to talk with you. And I'm sure we'll run into each other again. Thanks for being awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so okay. much. Thanks. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye. Bye.